Welcome to Crazy Good Talks with Deirdre Van Nest. In this podcast, we help growth-oriented financial advisors, leaders, sales professionals, and experts stand out and own the room every time they speak. Deirdre will empower you to grab and keep the attention of any audience, live or virtual, make emotional connections with your listeners, and inspire them to take action. Join us on this journey where Deirdre will empower you to become a more confident presenter and knock it out of the park when you speak. Are you breathing? I hope so. But if you're like most high achievers, the way you are breathing is not optimal for top performance. Join us today as Deirdre interviews Jesse Tordson of Steady Path Healing. Together, they will explore the science behind using your breath to increase performance and decrease stress in all areas of life. And be sure to stick around until the end because Jesse is going to take you through a breathing exercise to center your energy before you present. I am so excited about today's guest. Did you know that breathing is a secret weapon for decreasing anxiety and increasing your effectiveness as a presenter? In fact, when used daily, this secret weapon will give you more peace of mind and help you be more successful in all areas of your life. Now, Until recently, whenever I heard people talking about tuning into your breath, I'll be honest, it irritated me. Listen, I'm a fast-moving, fast-talking, fast-thinking Irish-Italian New Yorker, and I just want to get stuff done. I don't have the time or patience to breathe. Uh, That might sound ridiculous, but, you know, my my mindset changed when I went skydiving last year. On episode three, I talked about how I used a technique called square breathing on the way up in the plane. And this crazy thing happened when I got to the top. I was not scared to jump out of that plane. And, And I thought, my gosh, there must be something to this breathing thing. Well, then I went on a yoga and meditation retreat in, um, end of February, beginning of March to Costa Rica and my mindset on breath work and its place in my life changed for good. And now, if you can believe it, from someone who used to be irritated just by the word breathe, um, breath work has become a daily practice for me. So where does my guest Jesse come into the picture? Well, my dear friend, Paula Doroff, hi, Paula, if you're listening, um, gave me an amazing birthday present. She gave me a Thai massage session with Jesse. I saw him the week I got back from Costa Rica. And when I heard he was an expert in breath work, I said, Jesse, please, will you come on the show? My listeners need to learn about you and, and learn more about integrating breath work into their daily life. So let me introduce Jesse. Jesse is a massage therapist, but he's so much more than that. You'll learn more about him, who has a background in martial arts. In fact, he's a black belt in Taekwondo. I think that's pretty cool. And he's no stranger to enduring discomfort and putting himself up against unforgiving challenges. And he actually credits breath work as the key to his mental and physical fortitude and perseverance. So welcome, Jesse. Thanks, Deirdre. It's a privilege to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So here's one of the things I'm really curious about for my high achieving kind of like fast moving listeners like me who think they don't have time to breathe or who think like I did that, like focusing on your breath, this kind of woo woo. um, What do you have to say to them? Well, Deirdre, I think anyone who claims to be too busy for breath work is simply overlooking how easy it can be to insert into your daily lives. Mm. I know 
in the beginning of developing a practice, it's really important to have a foundation, give yourself a certain time of day that you kind of strive to be consistent with it. And, you know, sometimes it might be five minutes or half an hour. Some people set really challenging goals for themselves and set themselves up for failure. And I definitely did that on again, off again. And once I learned to get out of my own way, I find that the most beneficial times are learning to become aware of the moments between everything. And if you can start to catch yourself before you transition, you will all of a sudden have all kinds of time in your day that was unplanned before that you would so easily overlook and not even think of it as an opportunity to do breath work. So what would be an example? Think about like before you get out of your car to go into your meeting or okay. um, getting on and off of the toilet, you know, the first couple of minutes in the morning, to just like center your breath and prepare yourself for the day. Yeah. I just think of those moments between everything. And for me as a, as a body worker, you know, like I'm in session and if I'm in conversation with somebody, I recalibrate my breath between dialogue or if a song ends is when I seem to catch myself noticing my breath the most. But it's, it's always an opportunity to dive deeper into slowing the breath rate and lengthening the breath rate. And to know that the physiological response behind that is that it's calming the nervous system. It's bringing us more into the rest and digest part of the parasympathetic nervous system, where we are so used to living in the sympathetic side of the nervous system, which is the fight or flight. And to think that in ancient times, you know, our hunter gatherer ancestors, you know, they had reason to be in fight and flight. It was eat or be eaten. <laughs> but, but now it's like this constant bombardment with advertisement and TV and this, that, and the other, and it all triggers the same hormonal response in our bodies. And if we don't have the awareness of that, then we are just kind of doomed to be trapped in that fight or flight response and not even aware of it. Wow. I love, okay. You said a couple of things I want to just kind of recap here. The first thing is I love your, your strategy of the times in between, because as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, half of our life is spent on the moments in between, isn't it? Right. Right. So if you use that, I think the first key for breath work is, is being aware or, or one of the keys. The other one is having some practices, which you're going to give us some great tools before mm -hmm. we end the podcast, but, you know, having a few practices that you can just go to, but then being aware versus having to, now I'm doing this right now because I'm taking a breath course, Jesse, with Paula and another friend. And, and we've sort of, we've committed that we're texting each other every day to say, yes, we're done. So Beautiful. I am doing, yeah, which is really, really cool. I am doing a specified time during the day, but I can see how it's going to be really helpful to me to be able to just sort of fit it in the balance of my life. And I imagining, you know, if you're listening today, that that would be really helpful for you. So Jesse, why can the practice of breath work not only help decrease any anxiety you might have, or just even, you know, nerves you have before giving a presentation, but really help you just in general in your life, have more peace of mind, help you be happier, more successful. Sure. You know, to think how, how naturally our minds are always very busy. And if we aren't aware of how busy our minds are, we certainly aren't aware of how, how 
our stress where our stress levels are. So by practicing breath work, it can help us manage our stress levels so that our thoughts become more clear and it can be easier to make progress on whatever it is that we're working towards. I just find it such a valuable tool to get out of the head into the heart and to to just see more clearly with big picture goals. I love that. And when I was at my yoga retreat, one of the things our, our uh, teacher taught us when we were doing meditation was she said, you can't calm the mind with the mind. Ooh, that's and powerful. She, isn't that powerful? And what she meant was no amount of reasoning it out when you're in an anxious state is going to calm down your mind. The only way to calm the mind uh, without taking, you know, an outside stimulant or something like that is through the body. And breath work is one of the most powerful ways to do that. Would, would you agree with that? What are your thoughts on that? Concept? Oh, most, oh, most definitely. You know, the breath is such an amazing thing to think that it keeps us alive without even having to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when we, but when we do think about it, how much more control we gain over our lives. And it, I, I just see it as a game changer for, for, for the culture that we're in right now. You know, I agree with you 100%. And I have two thoughts on that. The, the first is, and this is going to be for me and, and any of my listeners who come from a faith perspective, I know not all my listeners do, but so take this for whatever value you feel it adds or to your life. But when I think back in the Bible, in Genesis, where it talks about how man and women were created, it said God breathed life into Adam. It didn't say God used his hands. It didn't say God spoke man into being the way he spoke the heavens and the earth. It said God breathed life into Adam. And to me, Jesse, that's like, whoa. Like I had never focused on that before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, in, in yoga and Hindu practice, it's prana, the life force. Yes. Gee. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it is quite literally that. Without it, we would simply just not be. Absolutely. And we tend to take it for granted, or at least I did. And I'm guessing my listeners, if they're like me, are doing that as well, which is why I wanted to bring you on. And, and one other thing I want to just share before we move on to talking about some of these awesome techniques that you're going to share is I took a, um, we're hiring someone in my company and it's, um, it's someone who's going to be, um, uh, hopefully, you know, when I hire people, I like them to be around for years. Like it's a long-term thing. So I went through an assessment. She went through an assessment. And then we kind of like had someone walk us through our assessments together. One of the things, Jesse, that I learned about myself, and this wasn't surprising, but to have someone actually say it and see it come out in, a, in an assessment has actually made a really big impact on me. And Jesse, as my uh, massage therapist, you'll appreciate this. Okay. Something to know about me. Mm -hmm. um, she said, Deirdre, you actually experience stress more um, acutely than a lot of people. Like your body is more sensitive to stress. Mm -hmm. And so I look like on the outside, I'm handling it really well. You're not going to see me like collapse under pressure. I actually look really calm and cool under pressure. But what happens inside is I might get migraines, uh, my neck hurts, my shoulders hurt, right? Um, all these types of physical symptoms. And it made me realize just how critical this practice, in addition to exercising, how critical this practice is for someone like me. 
Sure. Yeah, that's beautiful, Deirdre. I would even like to go into to mention briefly about the power of breath with sleeping. And if you notice yourself waking up with a dry mouth, that you are sleeping with your mouth open, mm. and you most likely are not getting the quality of sleep that your body needs. A simple and powerful practice that's becoming really trendy. I, I learned about this through James Nestor, who is a journalist and author that just came out with a book called Breathe, The New Science of a Lost Art. And anyway, he, he talks a little bit about this and people are buying these like special breathing strips, but you can just put a bandaid over your mouth at night. <laughs> and it's like the, the, the air can still get through there, but it helps just train the jaw to stay closed so that you're forced to breathe through your nose. And the people that have been doing this, that he's, you know, interviewing, you know, the, the results are just crazy how, how much they're getting better quality sleep. Okay. So I definitely wake up with that dry mouth. So Jesse, tell us about the two tools you're going to teach us. Sure. So I think I want to start with a two minute meditation. Think of it as like a body scan, uh, just kind of tuning into your, your body and your, your breath. And then the other one is called Nadi Shodhana, aka alternate nostril breathing. And this is how we can learn to balance our brain hemispheres by opening our nostrils. So if you'd like me to go ahead and start with. All right. Jump in. All right. So go ahead and find a nice, comfortable position and uh, prop yourself up if you need to, to take the round out of your low back. Just begin by observing the space your body occupies. The first few breaths, just kind of observing. Observe the sensations in your body. Take notice of any tension. And simply use your mind's eye to guide through your body to release any tension. So I will take us through a brief relaxation, softening through the top of the head, relaxing the eyes and the throat. Softening through your shoulders, arms, wrists, and fingers. And see if you can feel your heart beating in your chest and your belly rise and fall with your breath. Softening through your pelvis and your hips. And relaxing through your legs, knees, ankles, and toes. And simply allow your entire body to breathe. 
Just take a few breaths. And prepare yourself for whatever the day has in store. All right, Deirdre, so that uh, is a brief variation of a nice two-minute guided relaxation. Um, obviously, the breath is intended to be focused on the whole time, and you use the breath to cue at each point in the body to kind of bridge the gap, to think that the connection between the mind and body is the breath. So the idea is to put your mind in your body and to feel it. Yeah, that was really, really great. Um, I'm feeling very relaxed here. I think I think maybe we should end. No, I don't want to end the podcast right now. <laughs> the next one, I'm feeling very relaxed, but I have to tell you, I'm having a bit of an emotional experience right now because um, I don't know, Jesse, if I mentioned to you, my mom died when I was 10. Did we talk about no, that? No, yeah. you didn't. And um, so when I was little, I had a hard time sleeping and she'd sit on the side of my bed. And, um, so she was, this was in the seventies. Like she was a woman before her time. She was into healthy eating and yoga in the seventies. Now I know you weren't even born then, but nobody was into that in this country in, in America during that time. So she was also into meditation. And so when I couldn't sleep, she'd sit on the edge of my bed and she would do this thing called a little red light. And it's basically exactly what you just did, Jesse. Like mm. she'd say, okay, imagine there's this warm light and it's going through your arm now and your legs and your, your back. And she would guide me through this whole thing until I fell asleep. That's beautiful. See, these are the things that we need to be instilling in the future generations. And I can only imagine how much of an impact it'll have when um, kids that are 10 years old today, when they are in their, you know, their prime and if they've been doing breath work their entire life, um, how differently they'll navigate than people that are just becoming aware of breath later in life. Well, for um, sure. And I feel like my time was cut off because then, you know, like I just imagine what, it, what I could have learned from her in so many ways, but in this way, you know, had she not died so young, but um, I think that's kind of last time I maybe went through an episode, like a, an exercise with someone like that, that specific one. So thank you. So sure. I'm just, yeah. I'm just really yeah. My mom and feel sad and happy at the same time. Um, but that exercise of the little red light is something that I used to do with my kids when they were little, but I don't think I ever realized it was a meditation or breath exercise. So it's funny to like put these pieces together. It seems obvious, now, but I uh -huh. never really put those pieces together. Well, bridging the gap. That, yeah. you can thank your thank your mom for that. Yes, for sure, for sure. Thanks, Mama. So let's do the other one. And it's funny because I'm standing here, like in my office, and there's glass, and I'm wondering, like, people are walking by, seeing us do the podcast, and they're probably like, "What is she doing?" But it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's do the let's do the nostril the nostril one. What's it called? Nadi Shodna. Nadi Alternate. Shodna. Alternate nostril breathing. All yes. right, cool. You, you take it away. Okay. So settling back into that space that we just created, kind of finding yourself in that center again. And bringing your awareness to your breath. Feel the coolness of the exhales coming out of your nostrils. And see if you can notice 
if one nostril is more open than the other. So you're gonna take your dominant hand, your right or your left, but what you're gonna do is you're gonna use your thumb and then you're gonna curl down your index finger and your ring finger, I'm sorry, your middle finger, and then your ring finger and pinky finger are the, uh, the plugs. So you'll use your thumb and the ring in, in uh, pinky, if that makes sense. And there will be a video to follow so you can follow the link once this is all up uploaded. So just first taking a few breaths of awareness and taking notice if you can tell which nostril is more active than the other. I'm gonna just go ahead and pick one. For me, my right nostril is more open. So what I'm going to do is I am going to start by plugging the left nostril, inhaling through the right, plugging the right and exhaling through the left. Rotating back, plugging the left, inhaling through the right. And switching, blocking the right, exhaling through the left. One more switching back, inhaling through the right. And exhaling through the left. Now we're going to switch, inhale through the plugged nostril, the left. Switch, exhale out through the right. Switch back, inhale through the left. Switch. Exhale through the right. Keeping the left nostril blocked, inhaling through the right. Switch, exhale through the left. Switch, inhaling through the right. and out through the left. Switch, inhaling through the right. And out through the left. That concludes nine breaths, drop your hand. Take three breaths of just kind of observing the sensations. Take notice if there has been some sensation change or if you did open up both nostrils. So this sums up a fraction of a complete practice. Those are roughly about 12 breaths, but to do a full practice would be about 30 breaths. And you can really do it as much or as little as you want. 
until you get your desired results of opening your nostrils. Um, but this alternate nostril breathing is a very powerful tool to take you deeper into a meditation. Let's say if you wanted to sit a little bit longer, you could do this Nadi Shodhana and that'll bring you to this deeper state of relaxation. And then simply finding another breath exercise or a mantra or another means of focus to take you a little deeper. But for, for today's intro, we just did the 12 breaths and then we'll have the video uploaded uh, later. Yeah, that's awesome. So Jesse, before we wrap up, you did say one thing that intrigued me about the nostril breathing. Can You mentioned something about accessing the different hemispheres of the brain. Can you just go a little deeper on that? Sure. What I um, have picked up over my years is that the right nostril is in representation of the left brain, which is the analytical mind. Think a little bit more of uh, being a computer programmer, or, you know, type A personality. And then the left nostril being the right brain hemisphere, being more about the creative side, you know, being more of like getting into your gardening or painting or crafting or what have you. And by simply knowing that you can become aware of your, your, uh, nostrils and which breath is, or which one is more open. And that'll help you kind of tune into what do you want to do in that moment? And if you want to channel your creative mind or your analytical mind, that you have the power and the ability to do that. I love um, that. To just add a little bit to think that the vagus nerve, which communicates the heart and the lungs and the digestive tract is also deeply affected by the way we breathe. So just take that in and, and know that slow, long, steady breaths is going to be the key to overcoming your, your life's hurdles and struggles as they present themselves. That's great advice. All right, Jesse, this has been awesome. In a moment, I'm going to ask you to tell our listeners where to find you. But first, anything we referenced today, uh, Jeff, uh, Jesse mentioned a great book resource. He's going to, he's so kindly going to create a video for us on how to do this, this nostril breathing. So anything we referenced today will be in the, uh, in the show notes. So you'll be able to access the links in the show notes. So Jesse, uh, where can people get in touch with you and learn more about what you offer? Sure. Well, you can find me at steadypathhealing.com. It's uh, my website under development. It's really just a blog space with one blog right now, sharing an old story of me where I discovered yoga through backpacking. So you can get a taste of learning a little bit about me by reading that blog. But then there's also a link to massagebook.com slash steadypathhealing, where you can see my modalities that I offer and my rates, et cetera. And you can book online to schedule a session with me. And you can also find me on Instagram, Steady Path Healing. So I would love to connect with you. Reach out. Yeah. And, and here's what I have to say. If you are in Minneapolis, the Twin Cities area, you are in for a treat because I've been getting massages for decades. Jesse, you're one of the best I've ever experienced. I love the Thai massage. I love your deep tissue massage. So if you're in the Twin Cities area, um, 
you want to book a massage with Jesse. You, you, you will not be sorry that you did that. So thank you, Jesse, for your time, yeah. for your wisdom, your oh. knowledge today. And for our listeners, you can find me at crazygoodtalks.com. I also hang out a lot on LinkedIn. So please ask me to connect with you. I'm an open networker. would love to connect. And if you like this podcast, I'd love it if you would subscribe, share it with your friends and leave us a great review. So with that, be blessed and make it a crazy good day. All right, Deirdre, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Good Talks podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered in this podcast represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Accelerated Performance, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.